Oh, who can tell save he whose heart hath tried? Lord Byron Bridget sat on the floor of her room with her heart pounding. On the carpet lay four envelopes, all addressed to Bridget and Perry Vreeland, all with Alabama postmarks. They were from a woman named Greta Randolph, her mother's mother. The first letter was five years old, and it asked them to attend a memorial service in honor of Marlene Randolph Vreeland at the United Methodist Church in Burgess, Alabama. The second was four years old and told Bridget and Perry that their grandfather had died. It included two uncashed checks for $100 apiece, explaining that the money was a small bequest from their grandfather's will. The third was two years old and included a detailed family tree of the Randolph and Marvin families. Your heritage, Greta had written across the top. The fourth letter was a year old, and it invited Bridget and Perry to please come visit whenever they could. Bridget had never seen or read any of them until today. She'd found them in her father's den, filed with her birth certificate and her report cards and her medical records, as though they belonged to her, as though he'd given them to her. Her hands were shaking when she went into his room. He was just home from work, sitting on the bed and taking off his work shoes and black socks, as he always did. When she was very small, she'd like to do it for him, and he'd like to say it was his favorite thing in the day. Even at the time, it had made her worry that there weren't enough happy things in his days. Why didn't you give these to me? She yelled at him. She strode close enough for him to see what she held. They are written to me and Perry. Her father looked at her like he could barely hear her. He looked that way no matter how loudly she talked. He shook his head. It took him some time to figure out what Bridget was flapping in his face. I am not on speaking terms with Greta. I asked her not to contact you, he said at last, as if it were simple and obvious and not a big deal. But they're mine, Bridget shouted. It was a big deal. It was a very big deal to her. He was tired. He lived deep inside his body. Messages took a long time to get in and get out. You're a minor. I'm your parent. But what if I had wanted them, she shot back. Slowly, he considered her angry face. She didn't feel like waiting around for an answer, letting him set the pace of the conversation. I'm going there, she shouted at him, without even thinking about what she was saying. She invited me, and I'm going. He rubbed his eyes. You're going to Alabama? She nodded defiantly. He finished with his socks and shoes. His feet seemed small. How are you going to manage that, he asked her. It's summer. I've got some money. He thought about it. He couldn't seem to think of a reason why she couldn't. I don't like or trust your grandmother, he told her finally. But I'm not going to try to forbid you to go. Good, she snapped. She went back to her room as her old summer dissolved and her new one dawned all around her. She was going to go. It felt good to be going someplace.